The Florida Panthers, despite being outplayed for most of this game, find a way to win against the Toronto Maple Leafs. On today's show, we'll discuss the win and whether this is a win to feel good about if you are the Florida Panthers. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Thursday, March 30th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Rwanda Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Yes, we are now on Instagram. And make sure to also follow the YouTube page and subscribe and send in your screenshot of your subscription for your chance to win two free tickets to the Florida Panthers versus Toronto Maple Leafs game on April 10th. Best of luck, everybody. So, wow, what a, what a comeback win for this Panthers team on Wednesday night. And you think of uh, all the, how the Panthers on paper, they just look outmatched against the Toronto Maple Leafs and it on the ice on, on, on Wednesday night, it it showed for the most part in this game. I mean, let's, let's go over like how, why they were out. They looked outmatched on paper and Sam Bennett missing his fifth straight game, a surprise scratch with Sergei Bobrovsky dealing with a, non-COVID related illness. He was on the ice for a morning skate, was messaging Alex Baumgartner of Five Reasons Sports about it. He said he looks fine. And then with Paul Maurice not announcing a goaltender and Matt Gusta being called up to be the backup, it was Alex Lyon in the net against a strong Toronto Maple Leafs team. And this this could have this for the Panthers, really nervous going into this game because of course, you're on the you're on a in the middle of a four game losing streak after being in a wild card spot last Monday, and you gotta face up against the top dogs. But uh, the, the Florida Panthers do it early. I mean, they get off to a, a an early start, a minute into a game, a great forecheck by Etulus Terenin, and then tees it up for Anton Lundell for the one nothing lead a minute into the game. For, first point for Anton Lundell in over twelve games. The last time he got a point was. Uh, in late February, and then the physicality and the desperation for the Florida Panthers really showed when when the four on four for, but um, in this game with Gudis going after Bunting and then a, a scuffle in the neutral zone. But Alex Lyon, he was he stayed ready. He he's a veteran in this league, d- despite being up in the age, uh, down in the age, and then back in the NHL. Of course, we've spoken about how he's won the Calder tr- um, championship. With the Chicago Wolves last year, but you, you think about the opportunities for the Maple Leafs on breakaways and with and with the slot being so open for the Maple Leafs and the Panthers, they were just having a hard time with their with their breakouts and and whether it was 
trying a, a cross-ice pass to get it out of, of their zone or getting back the, the puck checked out of their stick in the neutral zone, and then they're caught out of position where the Maple Leafs were were going on odd man rushes. I mean, after the second period, it was 4 nothing odd man rushes in favor of Toronto. The Florida Panthers weren't doing anything. Sasha Barkov didn't get a shot on goal until the third period. That top line was horrid for the Panthers. They were outshot as far as shot on goal. Their differential was minus eight on the on the night for 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 the against the Maple Leafs. Of course, you're going up against a top line of Matthews, Marner, and and you have Kelly Yarncrook on, on on that line. And they were living in the slot. And of course, there were trading turnovers here and there. I mean, the Panthers at times were stealing Jake McCabe's money and the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, paid a hefty price to trade for uh, Jake McCabe. But I mean, you think about Anthony Duclair, a, a turnover uh, on, on our breakout pass. And then he, and then the Toronto Maple Leafs stay in the Florida zone. And then, and then Alex Lyon was able to bail Anthony Duclair out very early on. I mean, you think about some of the dumb calls that the that the Panthers had with interference way away from the puck. I mean, I mean Ekblad in in the middle of the of the of the zone of the slot ha, has an interference on on bunting that leads to a, a power play uh, chance for Toronto. And I mean the tripping penalty that was called. Excuse me, the holding penalty that was that William Nylander tripped on. Carver Hagee's stick that was that was out of Verhage's hand. It was way late. You saw you even if you even saw a replay, you see the referee's hand go up way after William Nylander falls, and then they call it holding. That one I didn't get. But the Panthers, their penalty kill, they got the job done. I mean, the the Panthers weren't chasing after. They weren't getting out of position on on the PK, and really despite the Toronto Maple Leafs having five shots on four power play chances, they, they stood tall and Alex Lyon was, was the guy who, who got the job done. I mean, and think about how in the first period too, the Alex Lyon kept losing his stick. I mean, the Leafs were crashing the net and, and colliding with them. And, and he had a big save early on where he was just on his side and, and still making a, a big save, uh, it late in the first period and you know the two-on-one chances too for for shorthanded uh and Verhage there was one that Verhage was in the offensive zone and then and then it let he just loses track of it trying to do a drop pass and then the Maple Leafs go on go on a rush and the Leafs weren't allowing easy entries on the Panthers uh power play so and and Despite the Florida Panthers scoring six on four late in the game, their 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 power play was horrid throughout this one. The the zone entries were just hard to come by for for the Panthers. And let's also think about the the game changing moment for this Panthers team. I mean, despite being up one nothing, I wasn't feeling good about this 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 game. I mean, fourteen to seven shot on goal advantage, doubling the shots. The Panthers didn't get their first shot on goal until ten minutes into the second period. Uh, so it was just it, it was just uh it, it was a scary place to be in for for this Panthers team going into the midway point of the of the second period only having seven shots on goal and you think about the first goal where the Panthers are pulled out of position and then 
TJ Brody shoots from the slot, um, excuse me, from the point, and then ask, Zachary Aston Reese is, is there with no white jerseys around him to deflect it in, and the and the Maple Leafs go two on one less than a minute later to score a goal, but Palmer's challenges for offside, and in the middle of that review, Palmer's is livid and giving it to his team on, on, on the Panthers bench. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was, I believe, the the moment that really changed this game for this Panthers team. And it really didn't – they didn't wake up right away. I mean, the Panthers went to the box, like, not even a minute after 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 that with Ryan Lomberg having a, an interference on Morgan Riley. And that, and that was stupid penalty by Ryan Lomberg, but they still killed it. Um, and the, the, they, they still found, they, they still found a way to contain the second best power play unit in, in the NHL. And the, the review was called back for offside with, uh, and, we, and let's also not forget that they had, the Toronto Maple Leafs had a penalty shot. Zachary Aston Reese had a breakaway chance and Brandon Montour slashes, uh, slashes them. And then they call penalty shot and then, and then Zachary Aston Reese is unable to score for for the Toronto Maple Leafs to make it a two one game. Could have had a big opportunity for for the the Leafs there, and just the Panthers. I, I don't know. They 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 might have won, but I it, it feels like it was more of the Toronto Maple Leafs losing this more than the Florida Panthers. Winning, winning it as well. And that's a good way to se- segue to segment number two, where we'll talk about whether it's a, a, a win to feel good about if you are the Florida Panthers. We're going to discuss that next here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about Built Bar. And you're, are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try Built Bar. What makes Bilt Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut album. I'm not sure how Bilt does it, but they taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. Now you don't have to wait around for um, to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering Bilt Bars at Bilt.com. Now you can get it at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section. Grab yourself a box of both bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, and coconut puff. You, or if you're close to Sam's Club, get a 13-bar box of our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. Segment number two here on this Thursday, March 30th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast as the Florida Panthers are coming off a 3-2 win over the Toronto Maple Leafs. And... Like like we like we spoke about, I mean, the power play was not encouraging for the Florida Panthers. They broke a little bit of a drought uh, going back to after the game against the Rangers, uh, and you know, going into the third period, where did Michael Bunting maybe have a soccer type of flop in the slot when Ekblad interfered him? Yeah, I would th- I, I I would say I would say so. And then going into that third period with a minute and fifty four left on the on the PK tied at one and shorthanded chances. The Florida Panthers had their shorthanded chances. I mean, Eric Stahl and Etu Lusterainen had, had one where Eric Stahl had a spinorama uh, pass to Etu Lusterainen, but just misses the net. Alexander Barkov had a chance shorthanded and misses the net. Like we spoke about Alexander Barkov didn't get a shot on goal till the third period. And the it's, you're thinking captain, where are you? 
during during all this this is that's what i was wondering uh, as well th throughout the third period th throughout the third period i mean you think about so many chances for for the maple leafs to just to just pull this away i mean big save on william nylander sh shortly after the shorthanded chance by etulis Lestrain in that mix and then a swing and a miss by john Tavares right in the in the low slot and this was also a, a game of missed opportunities for the Maple Leafs too. I mean, Brandon Montour, another what had a, was another one who had a, a shorthanded uh, chance but misses the net. Let me let, let me actually look up real quick how many shorthanded shots the Florida Panthers had shot attempts. Let me see, they had four shot attempts shorthanded, and let's see how many of them made, made it to the goal. Two. Only two of them uh, got got to the got to the net. That's according to naturalstattrick.com. Uh, and and I was really impressed by the play of Etu Lusterin. And it was more than just it was more than just that goal by Anton Lundell. I mean, there was one that that he he stripped T.J. Brody to set up Gudis back into the point and and still still trying to create something uh something in traffic around Ilya Samsonov. And I'm, I mean, the Panthers do have their they're, they they do have experience going up against Ilya Samsonov going back to last year's series against the Capitals, but they 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 know this guy. They know they they know the scouting report for the players who weren't here uh, last se last season. So, but just pucks weren't going to the net really, and until the latter part of the second period, and really at at, at times it wasn't during the the third period. I mean, and when when you think about how when the Panthers were down two one, I mean, unable to clear the zone, Matthew Matthews is fed by Marner, and then from the from the high slot, he just he just one times it past Lyon, and at that at that point, you're thinking, man, I, Alex Lyon has done everything he he's could he could have for for the Panthers, and 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 the Panthers like 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 they were in the first period, unable to clear the zone, and then and then it it makes them pay. And and the Maple Leafs, they were just clo closing in on on rushes for for the Panthers and just eliminating um, them. And Mitch Marner, he went to the box twice, and both times when he got out of the box, uh, um, he's on a, a breakaway just as soon as he comes out of the penalty box. So the 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 Panthers, a little bit of a lack of awareness really at times during during this game. I I mean. And and then you think about even before the power play, Carver Hagee having a big chance with the, the net open, but thankfully for the Panthers, Mark Giordano hooks Carver Hagee. They get a power play, and then and then Palmeries uh, sends in the extra skater pulling Alex Line, and then puck off the boards for Hagee, which even though he didn't get an assist and he had one of the worst games I've seen of him as a Panther. What he was able to do to draw those two Maple Leafs players to get, when he gets it back to the point, and then when Aaron Ekblad one times it to deflect it off Sam Reinhart, that's be he he Sam Reinhart was in that position because Carter Verhage was drawing those two Leafs defenders towards him, so it gave Sam Reinhart that opportunity for that redirection past Ilya Samsonov. And honestly, I hope Brooks Kepko was watching that. Uh, um that one timer by Aaron Eckblad and and hopefully maybe has a little bit more respect for 
for a num- number five on, on the ice. I mean, I, I was discussing on Twitter uh, today that I hope uh, somebody comes to the next live event, which is actually in Florida, uh, on, actually on Friday at Orange County National. And I hope someone wears an Eric Ekblad uh, jersey or jersey and maybe has like a cone to uh, represent Brooks if Brooks doesn't play well uh, in the next uh, live uh, event. So that's a little bit of my soapbox when it comes to golf as someone who is a golf person and who's worked in golf media for eight years. But I hope I hope Brooksy uh, was watching because he does like to pick. Um, he does like creating enemies. Just ask Bryson DeChambeau. But with 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 that opportunity to tie the game, I mean, man, the Panthers were being out out outplayed, and still they they this, this game was still tied at two and. You think about multiple chances uh, that Austin Matthews had in overtime. I mean, he had he had one where the Alex Lyon had a pad save. Anthony Duclair loses track of the puck, which is a dangerous place to be in when you're right on right on the blue paint. And then um, Austin Matthews have another has another opportunity where Alex Lyon has a glove save, and just it was just a time of exhaling at that point too for for this for this Panthers team uh when when Alex Lyon was making making that type of save on Austin Matthews and let's not forget that Austin Matthews is a year removed from a 60 goal season so if and Austin Matthews isn't anywhere close but if this is Austin Matthews' floor this is still a very effective Austin Matthews and then Alexander Barkov left his best for last even though he didn't have a good game himself and on that rush with Brandon Montour that resulted in, in the game winner, the goal. And then that one was that, that goal for Brandon Montour, the record for most points by a Panthers defenseman in a single season with 63 passing Keith Yandel and just finding a way. And honestly, I don't feel good about the win. Not going to lie. Uh, because if you play like that for most of the game against uh, most teams in the NHL, you're going to find yourself on the losing end. And the Florida Panthers were bailed by an offside penalty shot not being converted and missed chances for, for the Maple Leafs. I, 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 I did, I, you know, two points is two points. And honestly, I don't care that it's an overtime win because with the Islanders winning, you're not going to catch them. And you own the re- the tiebreaker when it comes to regulation wins over the Pittsburgh Penguins, who lost last night or Tuesday night because it's dropping on Thursday morning against the Detroit Red Wings. You just care about the two points for 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 the Panthers and all, and just you know they they find they find they found a way. And the Jameson Olive of FloridaPanthers.com tweeted that the the Cats were playing. Oh, I just can't wait to be king from the Lion King in the locker room before the media went in and DJ Brandon Montour knowing the occasion being appropriate when it came to this, this win for the Panthers. I mean, snaps the four game losing streak. Alex Lyons stands tall for, for, for the Panthers. Lundell gets his first point and, and the penalty kill was, was perfect for, for this Panthers team. And that that's all you can ask for is the two points for, for, for this team. And you just, you you sometimes have to count your lucky stars and sometimes and and the truth is the cats have a pulse are are their playoff chances still 
are, are the are their playoff chances high at this moment? No, not necessarily. But they have a pulse, and cats do have multiple lives, and it's proving so with this NHL team. So crazy to think, crazy to crazy to believe that the Panthers are still very well in this race. In segment number three, we are going to continue the conversation on tonight's win with the Florida Panthers defeating the Toronto Maple Leafs on the road. We are going to discuss the Florida Panthers having a quick turnaround as they will be heading to Montreal on Thursday night. We're going to discuss this more here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about FanDuel Sportsbook. And the tournament is heating up. There's no better place to get in on the action than at FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line, point spreads, to which team will be cutting down the net. It, that's all on the app that's safe, secure, and easy to use. So don't miss your... Don't miss out on your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the LockedOn Podcast Network. Third and final segment here on this Thursday, March 30th edition of the LockedOn Florida Panthers Podcast, where the Florida Panthers defeat the Toronto Maple Leafs by a final score of 3-2 in overtime. And this was the Florida Panthers' first win on the road in Scotiabank Arena since February 3rd of 2020. What happened in that game exactly? I don't know. Mark Pissick scores the first two goals, the hybrid. The, the Florida Panthers were down 3-1, score four unanswered, no Sasha Barkov. Pissick gets the empty netter to, to, to seal the game for the Cats right before COVID hit. And it's been a long time, over three years for this Panthers team to big, pick up a big road win in Toronto. And you know what? If you're the Toronto Maple Leafs, yeah, you lost, but you still gain ground on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, and you're one step closer to securing the second spot in the Atlantic, which the Boston Bruins are are likely going to uh, clinch the President's Trophy by the weekend, which they do play the Penguins on Saturday afternoon, right before the Florida Panthers take on the Columbus Blue Jackets, but not to get too much ahead of myself. But going back to this, the race, the Pittsburgh Penguins providing the Florida Panthers more life as they were down three, nothing on Tuesday night against Detroit. They scored three, three unanswered where one, two of them were on the power play, the same power play, which was five on three for the Penguins in favor of the Red Wings. Uh, Derek Lalonde gets a game misconduct on a challenge of goaltender interference, which it was not goaltender interference. Nedeljkovic's uh, pad went past the goal, and it and it and it was a it was a good goal by Pittsburgh. I and so, but again, what is goaltender interference? A, a question that a lot of us don't know. And the Pittsburgh Penguins, they'll be at home on Thursday night against the Nashville Predators, who got a big win on the road against the Boston Bruins. Brad Marchand spoke after the game about how he didn't like the performance, that they got too comfortable. And the Nashville Predators have something to play for. The Winnipeg Jets lose 3-0 on the road against the 
San Jose Sharks on Tuesday night, which means Nashville still has a chance to make it in that last wild card spot in the Western Conference. They're kind of the Western Conference version of the Panthers. Maybe less talented, even though the Panthers did get swept by the Preds, but that's neither here nor there. But think about desperation for the Predators going into PBG Paints Arena on Thursday night while the Panthers go out and play against the Montreal Canadiens, a team that you have owned, averaging over seven goals a game in each of the three matchups and scoring seven goals in the first period last go-round. And last last game between these two teams is not your typical hockey game, and that's just one that you just throw it away, and it's not normal for that type of game to happen in, in any NHL setting. So just a... Uh, and the confidence that the Panthers are must have going into this one. You pick up a big road win, and the last thing you need is a big letdown on the road at, at the Bell Center on Thursday night. And honestly, whether it's Alex Lyon starting, Matt Gudsta, or even if Sergei Bobrovsky is feeling better, which the Panthers are not expected to have a morning skate on Thursday due to the second end of a back-to-back, which is this is the last back-to-back of the season for the Panthers, hard to believe. And tomorrow is game number 76. The Panthers, there's no excuses now to to, to lose this against the Montreal Canadiens and then finishing off against the Columbus Blue Jackets. You got off to a horrid start letting three power play goals against the Ottawa Senators. Now you have a chance to salvage the road trip. Doesn't mean, again, this doesn't necessarily guarantee that the Panthers make it. They're still not in control of their destiny. What they can control is picking up a win against a team that you have dominated and that you have blown out of the building three times this year, including the first time where you got eight power play goals against the Canadians, too, So, which is the first road matchup between these, these two teams. And then let's not forget the second one. Sasha Barkov comes back from injury. That was after the December break. And, and that's when the Panthers were starting to get it going. And the Panthers have bled, but they've stopped the bleeding from time to time this season. And does the four-game losing streak come at a very horrible time of the season? Absolutely. You Hell, you even get one point out of out of these last four, or even two. <laughs> You're mostly in control of your destiny still, even with even even if you don't pick up all the points. Crazy to think how playing from behind, not only in games but in the standings, can put you in this position. And and still, you're getting gifts over and over. And over again. And right now, for for the Panthers, it's just about taking care of the Canadians. Your your final matchup of the season. Most of Laval is on the Canadians roster. And listen, I gotta give credit to Alex Baumgartner of Five Reason Sports about when the Panthers lost to the Ottawa Senators. What do the Panthers do next? Just beat Toronto. Find a way. They found a way to beat Toronto despite being outplayed. I don't know. I, <laughs> I 
sometimes sports doesn't make sense. And if the Panthers, by a miracle, it it's still going to take a miracle to get in. You can look at this game and you can see how when, when, when the Panthers, they, they, when they are opportunistic, that, that it, it can definitely and hopefully turn things around because it's a, it's not the best roster built. Of course, the, the cap situation, of course, with, with this team, the turnover, but here you still are with six games to go, excuse me, uh, seven games to go. And you, you still have an, an opportunity to just make this a race until game 82, at least give yourself a, get, get yourself to game 82 so that you can have that chance. That's really what I can ask for from this team. And I hope that it's probably what you guys are asking for as well. When it, when it comes to when it comes to battling towards the end of the season, despite it feeling over in in the beginning of the week, I will gladly take being old takes exposed if the Florida Panthers do in fact make the postseason. On tomorrow's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, we'll be recapping the Florida Panthers versus Montreal Canadiens game. It is a Fairbanks Friday edition of the show where Nick Fairbanks will be joining me to recap the game against the Montreal Canadiens. And if you are a Marlins fan like myself, I hope that you guys enjoy multiple hours of sports as the Marlins play at four and the Panthers play at seven also go listen to locked on marlins with peter pratt as he'll be getting you ready for opening day and it's a it's a great time of the year um april march and october three of the best sports months of of the year so i want to wish everybody a happy opening day and all and hopefully a put of a, a consecutive win for this florida panthers team against the montreal canadians but in the meantime if you like what you're hearing Please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Steer Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen, Game to Game NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Sarmar Mondavales, signing off. And you've been listening to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where's your team? Every day. <laughs> <laughs>